Hello everyone, thank you for joining me today. And today I'm going to talk about uh, this week's news. And uh, the first one is, uh, it's on News uh, Center Manning. Yeah, okay. So in this news, the topic is called, uh, the title is called, is this well translate to the real world nursing students learning skills through virtual reality? Okay, so pretty much because of COVID, it's really hard to train nursing students uh, in the hospital. So they came up with uh, a very good uh, solutions, which put the nursing students inside virtual reality, uh, uh, which allows them to, you know, like helping um, to, you know, to uh, see the passion and uh, using their controllers to see what's different, uh, what's the status of different uh, um, passion. So that's see the news. Haven't had many opportunities to learn in hospital settings because of the pandemic, but students at the University of New England's nursing program are learning skills to prepare for the real world with the help of virtual reality simulations. New Center Maine's Vivian Lee has the story from Portland. In this class at the University of New England School of Nursing and Population Health's Portland campus, students strap on headsets and are handed controllers from their instructor. You ready to go? All right. Students are assessing a patient immersed in a virtual reality simulation program. Today's scenario takes place in a hospital maternity ward. Students must first determine the symptoms of a pregnant patient who was just sent over from her doctor's office. Okay, so headache, vision problems, and not feeling right? Anything else? Students check reflexes, vital signs of both mom and baby. The baby's position seems to be vertex. Through VR, nursing students are learning hands-on skills at a time when watching real-world hospitalizations is very limited. Don Marie Dunbar is the director of the UNE Simulation Center. Certainly with the challenges of COVID, um, oftentimes those units are closed to our students for learning. So being able to have the opportunity to have them experience that in the virtual reality world um, has um, you know, been a huge benefit. Kathleen Humphreys, who is a senior in the program, says the scenarios make her feel like she's actually in the room with the patient. It does allow us to screen for more um, critical cases where we do really need to make interventions and call the providers. After students run through a scenario, they get immediate feedback on their mistakes and without the stress of practicing skills on a real patient. A lot of times we can kind of go back in and redo the scenario and so that's a good opportunity to really learn. Now UNE was the first medical school in the country to begin using the virtual reality simulation program with its nursing students. And the hope is within the next year to expand it to include students who are studying to become physician's assistants who work with medical teams. Students are practicing different virtual scenarios, including pediatric wards and community clinics to better equip these future nurses to care for patients in any type of setting. In Portland, Vivian Lee, New Center, Maine. Yeah, okay, so uh, from this news, we know that um, um, virtual reality that can really assist nursing students to learn the skills they need during COVID this time. And uh, uh, later on, they can be a better, <clears throat> uh, by the simulation of training, later on, they can be a better um, uh, nur nurse uh, in the future. Okay, so this is the first news. And uh, the author is Vivian Dan, and it's on New Center Manny. Okay, so let's move on to the next one. 
Next one, <clears throat> the news is on the search, uh, search I uh, search CIO, uh, techtarget.com. Okay, so the the title is called Three Enterprise Uses for Virtual Reality. Uh, we all know that VR can uh, really helps people to learn things, to uh, catch up things quickly, and also uh, doing it uh, in sales, marketing, presentation, or even you know 3D in a 3D environment design. For example, like industrial design. If you have you know if you have ever used any uh, like software such as uh, Tilt, right? Uh, or uh, gravity sketch or a sketch gravity, right? Those kind of like 3D um, VR design tools, those, uh, softwares, those are really good for, uh, you know, 3D design because you can just directly design uh, in the 3D space. Uh, yeah, so, and later on, it talks about gaming. So the first one is employee safety training. For example, like uh, companies such as, uh, uh, some, um, you know, like some companies like PB or ExxonMobil use uh, VR to train their employees in everyday work scenarios, such as like startup and uh, emergency exit procedure initiations, something that requires, uh, you know, uh, some training, but um, you know, you, you need to you need to put your employee in a safe situation, uh, but uh, you also need to let them to you know uh, experience like something dangerous in a safe way. So VR is a very good uh, tools for people to to put people in a safe environment while doing a lot of dangerous training. For example, like doing some uh, like. For example, like assembly line workers, they can pretty much uh, safely uh, working in the VR or training inside VR without, you know, getting getting hurt by the dangerous environment. Yeah, and uh, um, there's a very interesting stories or the news is from Royal Mail delivers in UK. Uh, in that company, Ro uh, Royal Mail, they kind of train their delivers, mail delivers, um, uh, how to avoid dog attack through VR. It's very interesting that, uh, yeah, when I saw this news, I find out that actually, uh, uh, according to their data, the organization saw an average of 44 dog attacks a week in 2018. So dog attacks are kind of like, a, a um, a very common situation uh, for a uh, mail deliver and uh, for the mail deliver is very important for them to deal with dogs. So uh, before they, the company try different ways, for example, like they put this, you know, some tutorials, how to avoid dog attack. Um, you know, they make some videos, they make brochures, they put like in the car, trying to, they, they were trying to solve the problem, but, you know, because it's not serious enough for their workers to think this is a big deal, right? So people still get uh, dog attacked uh, when they were trying to deliver uh, mails 
and getting uh, and walk through gardens or you know like it. So I find out this is very interesting because um, this is kind of like the everyday <clears throat> situation. And once those workers were being put inside VR places, they start taking things first, taking things seriously because you know they are so immersed. There's no other distractions. Um, so they can focus on dealing with the dog attacked and also inside their uh, VR training for avoid dog attack. Um, they kind of being taught to be, you know, when you see a dog, you need to start being silent and, and slow down your emotion and start, you know, trying to look like you are not a threat, right? So be friendly or, you know, like, so there are a lot of different training ways inside that VR, um, VR, VR software for uh, that training. So I find out this is very, very interesting. And also you see like in every situation that given to the mail deliver, uh, they also provide uh, feedback based on what they choose to do and what uh, the outcomes will look like to be. So um, it's very similar to real world scenarios. So the, the mail deliverers can uh, be isolated in another place, uh, which avoid them to get the real dog bite, attacked, but still get the experience from it. It's like a little similar, like getting a vaccine, right? It's like you you kind of learn something, but without getting the serious consequence, and your body learns things, right, or your brain learns things. So I find out this is a very interesting scenarios. Okay, so let's talk about the third news. Uh, the third news is a very interesting news. Uh, this news is that it is on RFI.fr. Uh, the title is called Friends Trials Virtual Reality Empathy Machine on Domestic Violence Offenders. So pretty much right now uh, and the uh, the author is called, uh, her name is called Amanda Morrow. Okay, so pretty much Friends is launching an experiment that uses virtual reality to stop men convicted of domestic violence from reoffending. We all know that um, crime is something that um, people are trying to solve it, but there are a lot of psychology sociology issues that uh, still, you know, um, it's, it's very complicated to reduce crimes. So yeah, so afraid. I think the very interesting thing I'm not about- I'm not hungry. Uh, the very interesting things about uh, the, um, let's see, uh, the reducing crime. One of it is to <clears throat> um, uh, kind of put the, criminal in the shoes of the victim, which is adding some empathy for them. Because uh, in this article, it talks about, <clears throat> um, they believe that the reason why people commit crime is because they are lacking of uh, empathy. So violence linked to low empathy, right? So in order for uh, the criminal or domestic offenders to feel more like they are uh, in the positions of their victims. 
uh, it's very good to use VR, you know, so they can switch their position so they can start feeling, you know, start feeling about their victim, right? Uh, for example, like, uh, so domestic violence experts help to develop the scenarios uh, lasting 12 minutes, which address themes including control, psychological violence, and physical violence. So those offenders can experience how, like, what their victims feels like being offended or being, uh, being uh, bullied. Right. So I think this is a very interesting uh, uh, experiment. So, yeah, so it can kind of help um, the offenders to, to get more empathy uh, to this VR device, um, to their, uh, um, you know, um, like the uh, like victims. So yeah, so personally, I think those are really good um, experiment or very good uh, kind of like the way that we are trying to use VR for. And uh, I, yeah, right now it's only volunteer only. So um, yeah, later on, once they got a better uh, solutions or they come up with a better statistics, then maybe this can be implemented into like a lot of jails. So I think this, I don't know the result, but I think the intention is good. It's trying to, you know, reduce the crime and increase the empathies for uh, the offenders or the, yeah, the criminals. Yeah, okay, cool. So that's today's news and thank you for joining me today and I will see you next week. Thank you, bye-bye.